from the Technology Association of Iowa, welcome to the Iowa Tech Policy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Waller, with my co-host, Molly Ross. This podcast will provide an exclusive look into technology-focused legislation during the 2022 session at the Iowa State House. We will speak with state lawmakers and Iowa technology leaders from various industries on specific tech legislation, what it means for Iowans, and how it may impact tech companies across the state. The Iowa Tech Policy Podcast is proudly presented by Shazam, a member-owned debit network processor and core provider that believes community-based financial institutions strengthen and improve local communities. Learn more at shazam.net. Additional support is provided by Denton's Davis Brown Law Firm. Hello and welcome to season two of the Iowa Tech Policy Podcast. In this first episode, Brian Waller and I are sitting down with TAI legislative liaison, Sydney Gangstead, to take a look at what's coming in the 2022 legislative session at the Iowa State House and what it all may mean for Iowa's technology industry. But before we do that, Brian, let's take a quick look back at the 2021 session and where things left off. Fantastic. Thank you, Molly. Looking forward to hosting season two of the Iowa Tech Policy Podcast with you. As I look back and as we look back, I think we would be remiss to not say anything about the broadband bill that was passed. That was historic to make sure all Iowa companies that we see as technology companies and all Iowa citizens can participate in the innovation economy and the information economy. So number one, I applaud the state legislature for getting that done. And number two, in a general sense, is just the fact that information technology professionals are being looked to when they are crafting technology legislation. And I think the formation of the House IT Committee is a really wonderful thing. Representative Losey, who chairs that committee, was on a last season's podcast. We hope to sit down with him again this year. But the fact that they're looking to IT professionals in TAI when they make those decisions, I think is a big deal. I know they're working on cybersecurity legislation as we speak right now to start this session. And I think that's wonderful that our cybersecurity experts are in that room. So I think that's a, a wonderful step forward for our industry and our state. And then finally, a couple things that we were in opposition to that didn't fully go through that I'm really proud of. Some of the social legislation that was on the table, the anti-big tech bill, which was on the table, both of those did not pass. None of them did. And that was something we were in opposition to. That was some a really proud moment for me to see Amongst our membership, Republicans and Democrats come together and really put the state first to make sure we're a welcoming place to all individuals, but also to technology investment. And that's some of the sentiments we wanted to get over to the legislature last year. And so, you know, those are some wonderful wins last year, but the past is the past. When we're around Iowa technology professionals every day, they gaze at the horizon and the future. And that's what we'll do in this episode as well. Thanks for that, Brian. Now we'll turn to Sydney to help us take a look at the 2022 session. One of TAI's longstanding priorities is to advance policies that attract human and financial capital to Iowa. So what are you hearing at the Capitol that might help us get there? TAI's priorities to make Iowa an attractive place for workforce and business definitely align with the priorities of leadership at the Capitol. Placemaking is top of mind for leadership and the governor. One of the ways that Iowa plans to attract more people to the state of Iowa is with major tax reform. Tax reform is the top legislative priority for both House Republicans, Senate Republicans, and the governor. 
The governor introduced her tax plan in her condition of the state and simultaneously released that tax plan in her budget. Her tax plan includes a flat rate of 4% for individual income tax over the next four years. The Senate bill was also introduced yesterday, accompanying a press conference by the Senate leadership. Again, that bill also introduces tax cuts for Iowans of 3.6% by 2027. It also includes a number of tax cuts for corporations and makes significant changes to the sales tax code that will fully fund Iowa's water, land, and legacy trust fund. The House tax bill just dropped today, and we need some more time to analyze that. But each of these bills are designed to reduce the tax burdens on Iowans and help business climate in Iowa and keep Iowans in Iowa. Now that all of these tax proposals have been released, this sets the table for negotiations on final comprehensive tax reform package for 2022. This is really good news for us, TAI, for our members, and it really is in line with our legislative priorities about attracting and retaining a tech force here in Iowa. Well, I can say taxes don't normally come up around the conversation of the Technology Association of Iowa. But that being said, in my former life of working at the Iowa Economic Development Authority, when we were out recruiting people and companies, our tax status amongst other states was very poor. So I could see that would be a benefit for our goal of uh, making Iowa attractive for tech for workforce. A couple tax credits, though, that come up, and I would love to get some feedback from you, is the Iowa Economic Development Tax Incentives for companies to recruit them to the state of Iowa or them for them to grow here within the state. I would like to know the update. Are there going to be any changes to the Iowa Economic Development Tax Credits? And then the Angel Investor Tax Credit. We've been working on that for years. I know Director Debbie Durham just had a meeting of some changes to come to the Angel Investor Tax Credit. Can you speak to those two tax issues that we are keenly interested in? Yeah, the Technology Association continues to support funding of the Iowa Economic Development Authority and its programs, including its tax credit programs, specifically the Angel Investor Tax Credit. And in, over the course of the last few years, TAI has attempted to make that angel investor tax credit more flexible. At the beginning of this January, Director Durham filed a rule change that directly affects the angel investor tax credit program. Essentially, starting April 1, the rule change would eliminate the ability for IEDA to maintain a wait list for that program. So currently, this tax credit is oversubscribed, and the waitlist is out through FY 2025. The rule change will effectively shut down the operation of the tax credit program until that waitlist is cleared or it, until the legislature acts on SF 618, which is a bill that we have engaged on in the past. SF 618 gives flexibility to IEDA to allocate up to 20 million more annually to the angel investor tax credit program from another underutilized tax credit fund. We, TAI, are currently working with a number of other economic groups to get some traction to pass SF-618. We know we need to encourage these investments for Iowa startups, and TAI will continue to support this tax credit as well as other tax credits that are offered through IEDA. Well, we're glad to hear that there's potential for the Angel Investor Tax Credit as we have been working on it for so many years and a number of our members care deeply about it. Another priority that's been long running for TAI is broadband access. This year, our public policy committee decided to change that to a focus on connectivity in general. We were all thrilled to see the passage of the broadband bill last year. That was huge and historic for our state. But as technologists, we know that it's not a one-and-done kind of situation. And we're hoping to see continued investment in connectivity and infrastructure in our state. Are you hearing anything at the Statehouse about where that may go? 
yeah, that was definitely a historic accomplishment for the state and for TAI, who really supported that legislation. And shout out to all of our members who contacted their legislator and expressed the importance of getting that done. With the appropriation from last year, the Iowa OCIO and the governor have been able to award broadband grants to reduce or eliminate unserved or underserved broadband areas in the state. The state continues to leverage federal funds when possible. At the beginning of this month, OCIO and the governor announced $210 million in federal ARPA dollars that were awarded to expand broadband access in Iowa. So there really is real work being done to implement the broadband program and also to find ways to maximize the funding and funding mechanisms to meet the goal of connecting all Iowans. And we expect to see more talk about this at the Capitol and perhaps another appropriation this year. Denton's Davis Brown is a law firm committed to helping clients grow, protect, operate, and finance their organizations. With offices in more than 200 locations across 80 countries, Denton supports clients locally, nationally, and globally. More at Denton's.com backslash DDB. So we have an aspirational goal, which is part of our initiative to support policies that foster culture of diversity and inclusion for Iowa. Our members are recruiting talent globally, so we want to be seen as a welcome place. We historically have been in opposition of bills that do not promote a culture of diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. I know this is everybody's best, most favorite topic, but in regards to some of that legislation that we saw last year that we were in opposition to, what can you see as a forecast that's coming our way this session? Yeah, we are really proud that a major priority for TAI is to foster diversity and inclusion. One of TAI's mission is that TAI knows that a diverse workforce is critical to the long-term success of Iowa's technology industry. And we don't just talk the talk, we walk the walk, especially in our efforts on the Hill. And that's something to be proud of. We need to remember, though, that even though there were over a dozen of these bills introduced last year that we were in opposition to, a majority of these did not receive airtime on the floor, and some of them were not even assigned a subcommittee. While we do anticipate that there may be a renewed effort on this agenda this year, the business community, including the technology industry and TAI, is committed to keeping Iowa a welcome and inclusive place to live and work. I think that's good news to hear. That is certainly a battle that we're going to continue to fight and help support Iowa's culture of diversity and inclusion. A new initiative for TAI this year is a focus on cybersecurity and supporting efforts towards smart cybersecurity and privacy legislation. I know we're already seeing legislation being brought up in subcommittee and committee meetings and have been partnering with legislators to draft legislation as well. Talk to us about what you're hearing and how our members can make sure their voices are being heard. This is definitely a major issue, and we know that our members, the members of TAI, are the experts in this field. So it is really important that our TAI members engage the Iowa legislature to let them know the importance of this issue. We'd like to see something done so that Iowa is on the forefront of protecting data privacy for Iowans. That's awesome. And we're super excited that TAI members, as you mentioned, are in that room if you're crafting cybersecurity legislation, why would you not want the best and the brightest at that table? You work tirelessly for the technology industry as a lobbyist at the Capitol, logging tons of hours. I'm going to ask you something here. My last question, I'll get you out of here. What is something is most exciting that you love about being a lobbyist? You obviously went into this with a passion. You're obviously passionate. You put in the time for TAI and our members. What do you like most about being a lobbyist? 
I'm always learning something new. No matter who the client or what the issue, I'm always learning new things about different areas and connecting with new people and garnering knowledge from them. And I think that this job really affords me the opportunity to do that and to continue to grow. Well, we appreciate you growing our policy footprint up there. I would be remiss if I didn't bring up Tim Coonan, your partner at The Hill for us, and Denton's Davis Brown Law Firm, who you guys represent. Also a sponsor of this podcast. We appreciate that a lot. So, Sydney, thank you for all the work you do on behalf of TAI and for our members. And thank you for joining us on the Iowa Tech Policy Podcast. That wraps up this episode of the Iowa Tech Policy Podcast. Thank you to Shazam and Denton's Davis Brown Law Firm for supporting this initiative. At TAI, we believe every Iowa company is a technology company. Join us at technologyiowa.org to build and unite Iowa's technology community.